Welcome to the Con Solo Podcast, the podcast that's all about Star Wars. We are just the biggest Star Wars fans. This episode is not going to be about Star Wars. Maybe next week we'll talk about Star Wars, but not this week. I'm your host, Con Solo, and with me, as always, my co-host, uh, Stu Chewbacca. He kind of looks like Chewbacca a little bit. Stewbacca! Stewbacca! Oh! All right, I wanted to make Stu an Instagram page, and I couldn't think of a clever name, and I have to see if uh, Stubaka has to be taken. Somebody has to have taken that. All right, yeah, uh, there's, a, there's already a Stubaka. Ah, uh, his last post was April 1st, 2018, so he looks like an older guy. I should message him. I'm going to ask if he wants to, like, give me this name. Oh, that's such a good idea. Stubaka. There's other Stubakas too. There's Stubaka with numbers after them. Oh, man. I'm so smart. That was such a good idea. Anyway, uh, I just completely forgot what the episode was going to be about today until I looked at the iPad. The iPad is keeping me grounded. It's really saving me lately because I just, I need to focus and look at my little notes. And today we're going to be talking about ghosts sad news to report if you bought a door from dave's doors please cancel your order as soon as possible we found some old tweets from dave door and unfortunately we're just not going to be working with them anymore but we do have a new sponsor which is really good just in time for the podcast so that's really good so there's our silver lining you know when one door closes another one opens the the spon- the new sponsor is not about doors at all. I um I can't tell you what it is about yet because it's a secret and I'm going to find out pretty soon, but it's not it's not Dave's doors. Anyway, Stu and I hit 140 subscribers over the weekend and there was a guy who commented something that it kind of tickled me a little bit. I I thought it was really funny. I'm not sure what his name is. His handle is TronicGR and his channel name is Thanos6DOF Motion Sim Electronics. And he I went on his page and he's he's real he, you're like a genius, dude. He's doing all this soldering and he's like making he's soldering all these wires and he has like these diagrams and stuff all these wires and then they like light up and they spell things it's crazy shit and anyway he he made this comment that i really liked he commented on a previous video i did where he um he said obviously it's a previous video it can't be this one he made a comment about his old jeep he said it had all these features that made his life easier and that that's the only car that the dog is allowed in Anyway, at the bottom of that comment, he said, just discovered your podcast, or the YouTube version of it, rather, and having it play as ASMR while soldering electronics. Keep up the great work. And I don't know why I, like, that was really funny to me. It was really nice. Thank you very much for listening, Thanos. I'm going to call you Thanos because I don't know your name, and that's, like, anyway. Thanos, thank you very much, sir. It was just kind of funny to me because when, when we do this, I don't think of how people are listening or when they're listening so when he said that i i pictured him like in his garage and he's he's super focused and it's all intense and he's like trying to solder these electronics and there's all these machines going off it looks like doc brown's lab and then he's like he's listening to me and i'm just like i'm like in his 
I'm in his brain. I'm just like, oh, uh, what do you think happens when when you die? You think there's hot wings up there? Oh, <laughs> and I don't know. It was it's re like I said, it was really flattering. But I just was like, wow, I forget like that's people are doing stuff like they're driving and they're listening to like if you're driving right now and you're listening to me, you're like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And it's I don't know. It's just it's just crazy. It's crazy to think about. So, yeah, that that meant a lot that you choose to listen to us while you're doing something so I, I don't know if it's stressful. It's probably easy. It looks really easy for you based off of the videos that I saw. So keep it up. And, uh, and, and, and hey, you're doing a great job soldering those electronics. You got to make sure that they, that they work. And you're doing a good job. And, and, and you want to make sure that you don't electrocute yourself. Because then who's going to solder? Nobody. We're not going to have any solders out there if they're all getting electrocuted. Wow. Make sure that you connect that one to that one because otherwise it won't work. Be careful. <laughs> Watch your fingers. All right, I'm done. We're going to talk about ghosts today and here's why. Um, I don't know why. I thought about it the other day. Like, I love spooky shit and I was thinking about my ghost encounters that I, I, I wanted to talk about. I am a big fan of paranormal, spooky, scary shit. And when I say that, I don't mean like the staged things like I think it's called ghost hunters. I'm not into that stuff because it's all it's all fake. I don't like that stuff. I like hearing real people's real encounters where they just can't explain what they saw or something freaked them out. And I love, I love hearing those kinds of stories. I feel like back in 2020, way back when in 2020, when, when the pandemic first started, there was a, there was like a surge of, there was a plethora of like TikTokers and YouTubers that really like true crime and paranormal, all that scary stuff really, it really took off. I feel like some of them are done pretty well and they're entertaining, but a lot of them are garbage and they're just, it's just clickbait. It's just 20 year old guys that just drag on a 10 second story. And they're just like, you, you wouldn't believe what this guy saw at the park. When he went to the park, he saw something that you wouldn't believe. When he got to the park, he saw a specter, and the specter looked at him, and then what happened next, you wouldn't believe it. And that's all it is. It's just to keep you watching, and then boom. Like for part two. And it's just, that's the that's the game. So it's it's really hard for me to watch those kinds of things because I can't. I can't really enjoy them. I'm like, oh, that wasn't scary at all. There wasn't, there wasn't even... Like, what, what was the story? This six-year-old girl went to bed, and what she saw under her bed, you wouldn't believe. She saw a goblin. And it's like, okay. I like to hear the person that experienced it talk about it. And I know that can't always happen, but I, when it can happen, that's what I prefer to hear than somebody else tell the story because they either exaggerate it or they get it wrong or... Whatever it may be, it's not something that I typically enjoy. So what usually ends up happening is I'll just I'll just look these things up myself and I'll just have fun doing that and it'll it'll be random things that pop in my head like oh what what did happen to that little boy in 3 men and a baby? Like what what, what was that behind that curtain? 
And I know it was a cutout of Ted Danson, but it's still fun to kind of revisit and see like all those fun little theories and what have you. So today's episode, we're going to talk about three things that still freak me out to this day, even though I know there's a logical explanation for them. When I think about them, I get a little, ooh, and uh, it's fun. It's, it's kind of fun to revisit those memories because like I said, I, I like that shit. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And then there's going to be a little bonus story that it, it, it freaked me out, but it was like, it wasn't scary, scary. It just kind of, I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life because it was fucking weird. So grab your marshmallows and your chocolate and your graham crackers and your clothes hanger and gather, gather around the fire. I'm going to put a little campfire behind us, I think. And, uh, and we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Camp High Hill when I saw, I think, somebody possibly get possessed. For those of you that grew up in Southern California, this story takes place at Camp High Hill. If you don't know what Camp High Hill is, it is an outdoor school that students go to for like a week and you learn about nature, you go on hikes, you collect water from a, a spring and you go on these night hikes and you, it's just connecting with nature and it's just a, it's just probably just to get the kids out of school, to be honest. It opened back in 1948, so that'll be 75 years this year. Uh, my dad went, my uncles went, my brothers, uh, my sister went. You get to go with other school districts, so you get to meet new people, and it's just, it was a really good time. So a quick side story that's gonna make the end of this story even better is that the first day we get there, we have our packs on, we have our sleeping bags and everything, and we have to hike up to our cabins and the trails are really thin and they've got you know there's all these like loose rocks and everything and it's muddy and there's trees all over and there's like a creek down there and and we had to like single file because if you stand next to each other someone's gonna fall and we're going up this trail to our cabin we're pretty high up and for somebody that doesn't care for heights and is also a fifth grader I wasn't having a good time. I ended up losing my footing and I slid down this embankment and I dug my fingers into the hard dirt and slid down like all of my nails broke and I was terrified. My fingers are in the dirt. I'm slowly sliding down. I, I feel like Mufasa when he's about to die. Like I'm just sliding down. I'm like, oh, this is it. The, the wildebeests are gonna trample me down there. There weren't any wildebeests, but I, I, I thought I was gonna die. Counselor grabs my hand and look, I'm beating around the bush. I shit in my pants. I pooped my pants. There was fecal matter filling up my jeans. Dookied. Pooped, all right? Is that what you want? I pooped in my pants, okay? Laugh. Laugh at the little fifth grade boy who thought he was gonna die and he pooped in his pants. Keep laughing. Is that funny? Is that funny, Mr. Sauter? Huh? Are you... Don't burn off your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you feel bad now, don't you? Anyway, pooped my pants, and I had poop in my pants. So that was Monday. Fast forward to Thursday night. It was our last night there because we went home on Friday morning. Like I mentioned, there were other schools there, so I think they probably had like four kids from each school 
So there were, uh, there were probably like 16 kids per cabin and then they had bunk beds. So I was on the top bunk. We had this kid in our cabin that was probably like 6'2". And I, I didn't know him, he was from another school so we didn't really talk that much. But every night we went to bed, there was, there was never any problem with this guy. There was never any disturbance. Everybody slept just fine until this Thursday night. It was really cold when we went, so I was always sleeping in my clothes inside my sleeping bag. So I had on my jeans, these were clean jeans, not the dookie jeans, and I had on like my flannel and I was my beanie, I was just freezing, all wrapped up. I was laying on my stomach facing like the side, like the front door. Everybody's asleep, counselors are asleep, it's like three in the morning, and I hear like some rustling, like somebody's moving. And I see this tall, dark figure, this shadow, slowly rise up. And I'm on the top bunk, so I'm like eye level with this shadow. Again, three in the morning, so it's dark. And I can't really see which way this figure is facing, but I can see that his body is turning around and like he looks like he's looking for something. He's kind of like half-acidly bending over and then he like shoots back up and he walks around and he's kind of like he's mumbling but he, he's not talking he's just like making these horrible sounds now if you're watching this close your eyes if you're listening to this you don't have to but i want you to picture yourself as a 10 year old child in the dark and there's a dark shadowy figure walking around and there's no adults to help you and this is this is what you hear just getting louder and more fast and like frustrated finally my eyes kind of adjust and i can see it's the tall guy so i recognize him i'm like okay cool well at least i know it's tyler and it's not some murderer but the way he was walking was like, it was like claymation where he was like skipping frames, if that makes sense. And he wasn't like, it wasn't fluid walking. It was, it was weirding me out. And because I was sleeping on my stomach and I was facing him, I couldn't turn my body. I couldn't turn my head or he would probably hear me and come over to me. And I, <laughs> I wasn't having that. I just tried to lay as still as possible and hoped that this guy found whatever he was looking for and just stopped talking. And I was also hoping that somebody else would wake up and be like, hey, what are you doing? But I, I, I feel like maybe other kids saw this and were also freaked out. Maybe even the counselors, because if I'm a counselor and I see a six foot two child walking around doing that i'm i'm not i'm not getting up so i don't know if he sensed i was awake or what happened but he started to walk toward me and he was doing like the like i said the claymation like skipping frames and he was like walking towards me and as he got closer i could see that his eyes were white like they were rolled into the back of his head and when i saw that i closed my eyes and i was like i'm not looking at this man since i'm on the top bunk I, i'm like getting freaked out thinking about this right now uh he he he's like walking towards me and then he stops and i can hear him like inches away from my face just like 
getting louder and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to shit again. I'm going to shit. And I didn't shit. I pissed. I peed my jeans, my second clean jeans, pissed, pissed the jeans, pissed the sleeping bag, wet myself. I'm not sure what that is biologically. I don't know if that's a defense mechanism or why my why my body does that why we do that but I did and I just kept my eyes shut as tight as possible until he walked away and then he just kind of like got back down like crouched back down his body just disappeared he was on the bottom bunk and I think he just kind of went back to bed and that was it didn't sleep the rest of the night for obvious reasons. I just waited until the sun came up. I was too scared to get up and like go to the bathroom and clean up. I just laid in my urine and hoped that I would see the sun come up and everything would be okay. Now this was 27 or 28 years ago, so I don't remember exactly why I didn't change. It was probably just I was embarrassed and I didn't want to ask the counselor like, hey, can I go change? I, I peed. So I think I think what actually happened was we were going to leave like first thing in the morning. So because there were so many schools and so many kids, we kind of like pre-packed the night before so we could just wake up and, and go. But what I did was I tied a flannel around my waist and then I thought to dispose of my sleeping bag. I was gonna throw away the sleeping bag and tell my parents like, oh, I lost it or whatever. When we were boarding the bus, I was trying to be the last kid on so that I could throw my sleeping bag under the bus. I was trying to like roll it like underneath <laughs> because the counselors weren't getting on the bus, obviously. They were just kind of standing around on the side. So I couldn't, I, like, I couldn't throw the sleeping bag under the bus without someone seeing. And sure enough, somebody did see me doing it. I was just, I was trying to roll it under the, like the middle of the bus so no one would see. And yeah, one of the guys came over is like, what are you doing? And I was like, I, I don't know what I said. I probably was like, oh, it got dirty. I don't, I don't want it anymore. Just something fucking stupid. But yeah, he was like, well, let's get it on the bus. And I was like, okay. So picked up my pee sleeping bag and got on the bus. Anyway, encounter number two was probably like two years later. I was probably, I wasn't a teenager yet, so I was probably like 12 years old. And I was, I was definitely influenced by Unsolved Mysteries, the old school one with the scary music that nobody likes. I'm not sure why I was up all by myself at the hour that I was. It was like two in the morning. I probably was, I was probably on AIM, AKA AIM, or AOL Instant Message. And I probably was on there talking to, you know, my friends. And then I was like, oh, Unsolved Mysteries is on. So I went into the living room and I was watching that all by myself. And that was, that's where I went wrong. I can't remember the episode, but it was definitely, it was definitely spirit related. It wasn't like a child went missing and then he was just never found. It was something like some spirit was haunting a highway or whatever it was. I was watching in our downstairs living room on the couch, facing the TV, obviously. And then if you turn to the left and then like keep turning left, like over your shoulder, that's where our sliding glass door was to go out to the backyard. I stand up, I go over to close the blinds. They were like the blinds that you drag across. And I grab the little stick thing. And as I'm just about to drag the thing, 
the porch light goes on and it freaked me out so much I immediately just like looked down and I froze. Naturally, I'm 12 years old. I just watched Unsolved Mysteries. So there is definitely a person out there and they're gonna try to, they're gonna try to get me. I knew the light would go off after like a minute or two, but I was not able to wait. And I slowly walked over and just as I was like, maybe there was maybe a foot of space left, the light went off and I looked up and there was like just this specter woman. Ugh. I wish I could draw it. Like I know I've seen like a similar picture to this, but she just had like this white robe on and it was like covering her face and her eyes were just like these black holes and just this little tiny wrinkled mouth, no real expression, but it was like, it was like somebody took a picture and and just she disappeared like as soon as I saw her she was gone it was kind of like it reminded me of in the Watchmen the the movie that came out in whatever 2009 when Dr. Manhattan when he first turned into Dr. Manhattan and he would there were those like flashes of him like appearing and then he was just gone it was like that where right when I looked up it was just flash and then she didn't exist anymore and that is what did it for me and I fucking bolted. I was up the 12 stairs in like two leaps and I grabbed the banister at the top and I just swung myself straight into my room, closed the door, in bed, good night. Didn't sleep, but good night. And like I said, I know I, I did that to myself. I'm, I'm a kid, I'm watching a scary show and my eyes were playing tricks on me probably, but I did in fact see that. Whether it my, my brain made it up or not, it's what I saw. And to this day, I can, I can like picture her and I don't like it. I don't like it. All right, story number three. This, this is very similar to the last one in that I just, I know I just saw something. It was my, my mind playing tricks on me, but I had a sleepover with a baseball teammate. Uh, Zach was his name, probably 10 or 11. I remember, okay, so I was a big Spice Girls fan. I loved the Spice Girls. So this was around the time that their CD came out with the um the cd had like a ring i remember <laughs> and we were we were listening to it all night we loved we loved the spice girls i'm really glad that zach and i could could bond over that listening to spice girls and admiring the the cd the little pamphlet that you could unfold and look at look at all five of the spices and we were having a good time and then we got a little we got a little spooky we started telling some spooky stories so this story actually took place in it wasn't our living room. It was like the other room. It's like a living room, but you don't go in there. It was like the nice room that nobody goes in and ever uses the couch. And then like when you do sit in there, it feels weird because you're like, why are we in here? We should be in the living room. But yeah, we were in the, the nice bigger room that should be the living room. <laughs> and we had our sleeping bags on the floor and then staring straight out is our, we had a big sliding glass door and then our pool 
and then we had a whole bunch of trees at the time just a, a whole bunch of trees all over it was really gorgeous but also spooky zach and i were trying to scare each other i don't know if it was around halloween or what was going on why we were trying to do this but we were just trying to scare each other and what we were doing i remember we would be like talking and then one of us would suddenly like oh and like stare out and be like do you see that did you see that and what what oh my god oh you're just messing with me no 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 i'm not this time no i'm not sam look no i'm not gonna look now zach stop and then like it would flip and i would do it and be like oh yeah i love baby spice she's the best spice i think oh my god what is that out there and he'd be like shut up no look in the tree i swear and then it, we would just be doing that. So we were just doing this until God knows what time. I, I, can't, I don't even know what time. Speaking of time, Stu, did you, how do you tell the time if you want to know what time it is? Me, I go, I go on to clocks.com and I get a clock to, so that I know what time it is. I always know what time it is. You could get a little baby clock. You could put, get a little clock on your wrist and know what time it is. You could get a clock on the wall so you can look at the wall and see, hey, that's what time it is. So head on over to clocks.com and get your clock today so that you can know what the minute is, what the second is, what the hour is. If you want to be fancy, you could do the military time. You can have 24 hours if you want. There's always 24 hours at clocks.com if you want to go on to clocks.com. Promo code Sam or uh, uh, Consolopod. Get get twenty five percent off all clocks, any clock that you want. Big clock, little clock, E I E I O. You can get all the clocks that you want. Tell them Sam and Stu sent you. Say hey, I'm here for from the clock from the Consolopod. Give me a clock, and they'll give you a clock for free if you if you ask nicely. Head on over, head on down to clocks.com. Visit them today and get that clock. You you know what time it is. That was so stupid. I'm gonna retire that bit. I think I think we're done with the sponsor bit. Anyway, I we were talking about all the spooky spookies. Oh my god, look out there. And then finally at like three in the morning, Zach gave me the performance of a lifetime and had me convinced there was in fact something outside. As a child, if another child is experiencing trauma, you can usually tell. And when I saw Zach's face, I was like, oh, this guy's upset. And he was looking, he was pointing outside like, there's that, do you see that old guy? Do you see the old guy? I'm not joking. And he was like shaking and like, it looked like he was about to cry. And I was like, okay, man, yeah, all right. And he was like pointing and he was like trying to show me, it was like, uh, what do you call it? The stars constellation. It was like we were trying to look at a constellation and he was like, you know, like get behind me, look, do you see it? Do you see it? And I saw it. It was an old guy in the tree he was like hanging in the tree not like hanging hanging but he was just like positioned in the tree like just kind of like his body was just contorted and just stiff in there he was just in the tree and he was looking at us and i could see his face and i know it was just like the leaves and the in the shadows making me see it but zach saw it and then i could see it so that was that was real enough for us. While we were freaking out over it, I noticed there was another person right next to the old man. It was an old woman. And she had kind of the similar vibe, like maybe they both died and were together or something. I don't know, but she was right there as well. And she was like kind of positioned and like contorted, just 
positioned in the tree, not hanging, not dangling, not swaying, just like in it. Naturally, I had to tell Zach about it. So I kind of took him and was like, there's a woman too. Oh my God, do you see the woman? And he was like, no, no. And I was like, no, right. Like, do you see it? And he's like, oh my. And the, we saw the same exact kind of thing. And it was like, we were both in agreement. Like, yeah, her arm, you see how it's like, it looks like an L and her other arm is a Q. Do you see it, Zach? And he's like, I see it, Sam. We both cower into our respective sleeping bags. And we're just trying to like, talk each other through this. I'm like shaking right now talking about this. I don't know how long we waited, but it was probably, it probably was only like five minutes, but it felt like hours. And finally we, we come up and weird as it is, it's like gone. Like we couldn't, our eyes couldn't see the guy and, and the woman anymore. Like it, the, it's probably because, you know, the, sh the wind blew it or something. I don't know. I'm trying to make up an excuse for why we couldn't see it, but like we couldn't see it. Like our eyes wouldn't adjust to it anymore, which was great. It was great, but it was also kind of like, fuck. I can't remember if I said I was going to tell three or four stories. The fourth one, I don't think it really counts. It was kind of the same thing as the, the Zach story, but with my cousin Kyle. And he just lied to me. He said there was like a murderer that escaped and he ran outside and acted like he got murdered. So that doesn't really count because he didn't get murdered. He's okay. But it, it, it scared me enough and I thought I saw some things, but I, I probably didn't. So the last thing is probably the one that is the most creepy that 100% for sure happened and I have witnesses. I had a friend who moved like two hours north shortly after we graduated. So I, I didn't get to visit her that often. I probably saw her like twice a year. So shortly after I turned 21, she invited me up there. She's like, hey, you know, we'll go drinking now that you can drink legally and, uh, you know, meet my friends and stuff, hang out. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I drove up there for the weekend, wake up the next morning and Sarah's like, hey, do you want to go over to my friend's house and, you know, we'll get breakfast and stuff? It's like, yeah, sure. Why not? We get over there and I've, I've never met this woman before. I've never been to her house and we're sitting at her dining room table. So it's me, Sarah and her friend. And I don't remember what we were talking about, but I see this little kid walking around the corner he's just wearing a like a pamper like a pull-up or whatever i'm i'm so bad with like telling how old kids are he was old enough to be walking by himself he was like a little toddler and he could he could talk so three five he was probably like three or four i would say maybe two i don't know whatever he was like between two and four and anyway he walks around and his hair's kind of messed up he looks like he just took a nap and he's kind of like smirking at me like, hey buddy. He walks over to the table and he kind of leans against his mom's legs and she's, you know, oh, good morning, sweetie, how are you? And she's like, oh, look, a Aunt Sarah's here and this is her friend, Sam. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And he looks at me and is just matter of factly like, I know him, I remember him from heaven. My initial thought was I totally misheard this kid because I don't like that. And mom did a double take. She's like, what did you say? And he's like, I remember him from heaven. So now I'm looking at mom and I'm looking at Sarah like, is this a post April Fool's joke? Because you got me. 
this is weird. And mom's trying to get an explanation. She's like, what, what do you, what do you mean? And he just is still just matter of factly, like just looking at me, like we're old friends. He's like, from heaven, you remember me from heaven? And I'm like, Sarah, can we go? And the way the kid looked at me was so, he was so certain that we knew each other from heaven. And I just, I didn't like it because he instantly recognized me. And I was thinking like, well, maybe I look like someone from a show that he's seen. But that was pretty much it. I, I can't remember how we got the kid away. I think like he had to eat breakfast or something and, and we were going to take off anyway. But I think we we're just popping in to say hi. But the, the quick interaction I had with that kid and just seeing his face, how he wasn't confused. He wasn't. It was just like, hey, man. Yeah, I remember you from heaven. Anyway, kids say some fucking weird shit sometimes, so I'll just chalk it up to that, and I hope that we didn't know each other from a past life because I would feel like an asshole for not recognizing him. I probably, we probably would have got kicked out of the house if I was like, if I went along with it, like, Bradley? Is that you? <laughs> No way! Oh, anyway, that was it. I, I like I like real experiences like that. Like, even though there was there's a logical explanation, like the tall guy was probably sleepwalking. That's essentially what sleepwalking is. Ninety nine percent certain that's what he was doing. And then like the the woman, the ghost. It was probably just the light after it went off. That's what I saw. Same thing with Zach. We're seeing shadows. Anytime that you're looking for a face, like if I stare at my wall right now, I could probably make out a face if I really wanted to. And then I was a kid. I, I wasn't even, you know, a teenager. Except for the last one, I was 21. But that wasn't like... I, that was just creepy. I wasn't like, oh my god, this kid's gonna haunt me. That was just like, I don't like this kid and I don't want to ever see him again because that was strange. So yeah, that was episode 9. Next episode is 10. Maybe we'll do something special. You think we should do something special, Stu? Or should we like just keep doing what we're doing and try to just get better and then save a special for like episode 50 when we're established. We'll see what happens. Remember, if you need a clock, go on to clocks.com, 45% off all your clock needs. If you want a little, like I said, a little clock, I got this little clock on my wrist and I can see what time it is anytime. Better than a phone. You don't want to be looking at your phone clock because that's cheating. And then who wants to, who wants to be looking at that? It drains your battery. Get a, get a clock at clocks.com. Promo code CONSOLOPOD. Get 75% off all clocks today, tomorrow, and the next day. And then just tell them, tell them Sam and Stu sent you, and so on and so forth. All right, Mr. Stubaka, is there anything that you would like to add? I agree. I think she's a really good actress. Anyway, remember to hydrate, drink lots of water. You don't want to be dehydrated starting off the year. And if you go shopping and you use a cart and you see a cart return in the parking lot, which they're always there, put it back in there. Just put it back in there. Just slide it on in. It'll take five seconds. Once again, thank you for tuning in, for listening to us babble about whatever, and uh, we will see you next week.